Sabadi Cup and welcome to another episode here for the Academic Corner as part of the Funkit Pod. Um, glad you're here again. And you can already hear from my voice. My voice is terrible. It's not because I'm yelling at my students all the time. <laughs> um, I know um, I've, I'm feeling okay. Actually, it's just that my voice is it's it's come. It's like I don't know how to, how to explain it. It's like very rough, very very like weak at times. I don't feel weak, but my voice just comes and goes. And right now, it feels like it's gonna go anytime soon. So um, I'm just. Doing a quick update on like my in my academic corner just to say hey I'm still here it's not forgotten the academic corner lives on it's just um, this week my voice just won't let me talk much so um, which is great because I have lots of classes and also like some makeup classes like replacement classes this week great uh, fantastic timing um, so I'm gonna keep it short just to save my voice for class okay now what do I want to talk about today well. The one topic I talked about last time is still very current, right? AI, like everyone still keeps talking about AI. Um, Microsoft is going to implement ChatGPT soon into MS Teams, for example. So for those like like uh, like myself, like like we do here, for those who use MS Teams at the LMS, uh, it's going to be very interesting to to see that, of course. I elaborated last time around why I'm not afraid of AI, why I like the development of, of AI, why I embrace it with my students, why I have my students use AI and try AI and so that they can see that it's not perfect and that they have to actually adjust things and that you can get only decent results if your input is good. All those things. So I talked about this last week and don't have to re repeat myself. If you're curious about my thoughts and you haven't heard it, check out the last episode. Okay. So, to sum it up, I think AI is a interesting development it's great it doesn't it didn't come out of nowhere like like i've been involved in ai to some extent for ever during my whole professional career like uh, my background is in digital marketing we 20 years ago when i was at university um oh god it's been a long it's not 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 20 years yet but almost oh my god um so when i was at university what, what we did was we would have create programs scrape the internet for content create our own pipes, Yahoo pipes and so on, create our own pipe pipelines to then publish that content again. That was AI back then already, 20 years ago. So if you've followed the development since then, you're not surprised by what's happening now. Yeah, natural language processing, NLP, the actual NLP, not, not the BS NLP, the natural language processing NLP has been developed and that, that was a trend for the last 15 years. Like when you ask like, search engines, Google, and so on, like, hey, what are you working on? It's always been NLP. Voice search, like, yeah, your, your voice assistant, and so on, it's all NLP. So now bringing it together is not a big surprise for anyone who followed the development. Now, does everybody follow the development? Of course not, right? Apparently, even, even lots of academics do not, because, fair enough, you, you're in different areas, so you don't have to follow that. But for people who follow it, you're not surprised, Okay. So just saying like it's it's not like the machine uprising is happening overnight, don't worry. That step was long time coming, nothing surprising there. It's cool, but it's not surprising. Okay. So in my voice. So if you think like how to use it for for class and so on, I talked about this too last time. So encourage students, just get rid of the assignments that are just like write an essay. Like for what? For, okay, give an example because I want to talk about this anyway. So in one of my classes, um, I do make my students write because I still think that writing is important. You you need to know how to write. 
um, if you're only relying on AI and you just copy paste and I mean how do you know whether or not you have a good article at your hands or you have good information at your hands right so I do make them write now I do understand like one of the assignments is like write a blog post for our faculty's blog for example on all things new media studies related as a first year student so rather easy um, so write an article like 1500 words or so uh, add some visuals and so on yeah no problem okay so now I'm well aware that A, they could use ChatGPT to write an article. They say, hey, ChatGPT, write an article about, and they had to pick their topics, write an article about my topic related to new media studies. That's basically probably also the first thing that most students will not do. If they do it, they will be like, ChatGPT, write an article about K-pop's influence on Thai society. Enter. That's what... I'm, I'm assuming 80% of students who use ChatGPT will use it like that. Not realizing that this is going to be a very generic article that will definitely not get them the full score. Simply because, not because I use ChatGPT, because I mean, I can prove it. Maybe I can. Um, I'm not sure if I even want to try. But um, that's just going to be a bland article, right? So you would need to make the input more specific. Like write me uh, an article about K-pop influence on Thai culture, um, focusing on whatever you're focusing on in the past five years in regards to. So it needs to be a specific like prompt to get like a specific context back. And then you also need to find the right visuals, for example, to tell the story. It's all about the storytelling, right? And yes, there's also AI out there. There's AI, AI out there that can create your presentation from scratch with written content and visuals. Question is, will those visuals fit the written content, for example? Or is it, or is it just going to be some abstract stuff that doesn't make any sense? Yeah, so those, those are things that, that you would look into if you still have writing assignments. Also, what I will add um, this, this time around, and that's the one thing I, I'm really curious to hear um, your thoughts on it, or examination. Because um, I remember actually from when I was at university, that was the examination I was like most afraid of. <laughs> but also who made me prepare the best actually because I was like, I'm not gonna F this up. Excuse my French, pardon my French. Um, so I was super well prepared for all my oral ex examinations. So I'm just gonna do the same thing in this case. I'm, but it's not an examination per se, I'm just like an oral defense of your blog post in this case. I will ask them one by one, Five minutes is enough. Tell me why did you write this? What was your goal? What's your goal with this? Like and and that's how you can see whether or not they actually know what they wrote about, and whether they they were they were able to explain it or not, and they were able to actually do it. And I'm very much looking forward to this because I haven't done oral examinations in a while now. Actually, like in a few years. Um, I don't even know why I haven't done oral examinations in a while. Maybe I mean if you have a big class, it takes forever. Yes, I have done it now. Um, with videos in the past two years like so students had like individual prompts at the end like hey your task is one video five minutes only you and the camera tell me hmm. um, but now I'm going to do it live so it's the first time doing it live uh, so yeah very much looking forward to seeing how this goes um, let me know if you have what, what are your experiences with all examinations it's pretty old school in my opinion but 
I think maybe it's still a good way to actually a put some pressure on them. And I don't mean that I'm not doing this because I enjoy it, or just a little. Uh, but I mean that's real life, right? In real life, you you work face to face mostly, at least to some extent. So you need to be able to explain your thoughts face to face. So, and we're the we're, we're the faculty of communication. So I think we sometimes forget that communication doesn't only happen online. That communication also happens in real life. And so that's another layer I'm I'm, tr I'm trying to add here. Okay, that's that. And <clears throat> before my voice completely goes away, I have one last thing that I wanted to show because I'm reading a cool book right now. So I'm also like I'm opening the Academic Corner Book Club here. I do it on, on LinkedIn a lot actually. I'm sharing my book, so I'm sharing one more here. Um, right now I'm reading Scary Smart by Mo Gadot. Gadot. Godat, I'm sorry, Mo, for mispronouncing your name. He kindly replied to me on Instagram, actually, after I said I'm reading it and I, and I like his books. It's the second book of his that I'm reading. Um, I read before Soul for Happy, which was great. Usually, I'm not a big fan of like motivational slash inspirational stuff. Um, but like the Soul for Happy was nice because it was an, was an approach. Like He talks about how he lost his son and then he, he explained like how he handled like all the stress and everything um, from a software engineer's point of view, which was kind of interesting. And this one is, is uh, has a similar, I think, similar, I know, layout to it. I'm not going to read it to you, obviously, um, but I like his structure. So um, it starts with like, it's called again, Scary Smart, the future of artificial intelligence and how you can save your world. So it very much fits what we're going through right now. And he has, has a um, separate into two parts one part is the scary part it's like a, p a brief history of intelligence brief history of our future three in inevitables uh, mild dystopia and in control then there's a summary of it and then he, the second part is our path to utopia um, and then they learned raising your future the future of ethics i saved the world today and so on so what i like about his books is a it's always like very personal like it's not just like intro, blah, 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 conclusion, like like lame academic papers. Um, so I, I do like this a lot. Um, I'll, I'll review it in a bit. I don't want to spoil too much. I'm halfway through. Um, I just bought it, I think, two days ago. So I, I, I just enjoyed it. I wanted to share again. More um, uh scary smart. Um, here in Thailand, it's around 400 baht at uh, that bookstore that that blue bookstore um, if you want to check it out I enjoyed it so far um, I like I like his approach um, if you have any books that you're reading and that inspire you let me know um, always happy for that uh, I leave it with that right now because well uh, my, my voice so don't be scared of the smart AI because we're still smarter because we run AI let me know how you how do you utilize AI in, in teaching research and so on shout out in the comments at funkitpod or uh, funkitpod at gmail.com or um, wherever you, you reach me I'm always very happy to hear from you so let me know how do you use AI what books do you read now you're happy right now <laughs> until then as always stay safe take care we talk soon I'm going to rest my voice now next week longer more details until then Sorry, Captain. Oh.